Hey friends, welcome to the Courage Queen podcast. Do you want to have more confidence and courage in your life? Do you often question if you're on the right path? Maybe you're hoping somebody drops off a step-by-step guide for success. Do you wake up ambitious and hopeful, but become fearful and frustrated not knowing where to begin? Another year has gone by and you feel like nothing has changed. Trust me, I've been there. I'm Justine, and like many of you, I'm a young professional with big dreams. I often felt unworthy and incapable, wishing I had the clarity and the peace in the unknown. I wanted to be confident in my abilities and live life with more impact, but I kept fearing I wasn't living out my full potential. It wasn't until I started trusting God, pressing into life's hard moments, I was standing in the way of my breakthrough. And in this podcast, you're going to find ways to increase your confidence, grow your faith, and simply fear less. The good news is you're here, and courage starts with showing up. Welcome back to the Courage Queen podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today for this quick message. I'm actually on vacation, but I felt so inspired and excited to talk about this topic that I feel like God is moving and working amongst believers and rising people up in this time. And I talked about this a little bit with um, one of my last guests recently, Cami Wilk, and we were talking about how we truly felt this calling that the Lord is raising up people within our generation right now to come together with a similar mission and that the word is go. And so I want to talk today about how God is birthing a new thing in you. And it could be a thing that you are not expecting. I know for me it was. Now, here's the cool thing. My word of the year was actually new. And it came from a verse that talked about, you know, see, I am doing a new thing. And I'm gonna put this in the show notes as well. But God has really had on my heart lately the word go. And the passage where Jesus commissions the disciples in Mark 16, 15, and kept being illuminated in my spirit. The word go is Greek for poronomai, which means to transport, move something from one destination to another, or to go or depart. So here's the thing. God is commissioning us with this go. God has been saying to me, it's time <laughs> that he's drawing out what we have to carry and what we have to distribute because it's time to get moving. So stay with me here. I wonder if Unlike myself right now, some of you may be, um, I am almost six months pregnant, which I cannot even believe. And I would venture to say that in not so much of a literal way that many of us are pregnant in some way in this season, okay? Or at some point in this past year, after two plus years of crazy COVID scenarios and crazy life changes and transitions, you know, we're not obviously all having literal babies. Some of us are, (laughs) but some of us have been experiencing a lot of sadness and loss. Some of us have been experiencing a lot of, again, transition and growth. I haven't talked to one person lately who has not gone through a crazy season, the pain of 2020, the confusion, the frustration of what's going on in the world, holding on to hope, trying to figure out what's next and trying to hold on to the promise that Jesus, I feel like, is orienting us uh, for what's next in our lives and for the work that he's going to bring together in this coming year. You know, it's crazy to think that it's only a few months away from another new year. We're going to be in 2023. I don't even want to rush it ahead because seriously, it's crazy. But what if this coming year, what if gearing up for 2023, God wants to be birthing something new 
in and among us. And so one of the reasons that we are able to freely hope and, you know, what might come and trust in God's ongoing promise of restoration is because God has already made good on the promise of Jesus. And if you're a believer, you know exactly what I'm talking about. What has already happened helps us to trust that no matter what is happening now and what will continue to happen in the future, that God is at work in all the little details. So we don't have to be worried or fearful. And I'm just so glad as a believer that God has given me that promise, that it's the fulfilled promise of Jesus that helps us pin even the most desperate of hopes on God. Could my situation change? Could this year be different? All those things that I think people start thinking about as we come into a different season. You know, I always say that the transition from uh, summer to fall is one that is very bittersweet and always very difficult for me. I think I have like a little bit of that seasonal depression where I start to see the change in new things. And it's almost like I have this out of body experience where I'm excited about new, but I almost feel depressed, like knowing that a season is going, even though the season that I love the most um, is coming, which is fall. And so it's just always so interesting, you know, how let's just talk about it very specifically. Jesus came in the form of a baby to a laboring mother. And that helps us remember how hard, um, it was fought and the wonder that life truly can be. And as I feel this incredible little babe growing and moving in my stomach, what seems to be at all times at this point, very, very active child in there. It's just, it's really crazy for me to think about, you know, hoping and really just embracing what that little life really is and what it will be. And so as we continue to try to be in a place of hope, we hope in our work, we hope in our leadership, we hope in our relationships and in the world and where the world is going and and where we've come, you know, we hope for what might be. And even what we don't really know is coming. And it's like that anticipation of Christmas morning. And so, you know, I just wanted to speak to that today as I share a couple of these thoughts with you. You know, in the Bible, Sarah received strength by faith and God is currently using our faith to strengthen us in order to conceive and to bring forth his promises. So we can agree with God to bring forth what he has placed in our hearts. We can spend time with God and his word. We can become, uh, I'm going to put this in quotes, pregnant, so to speak, with the word, the dreams that we have, the desires that we have, the passion and hope that we have, the vision that we feel like he gives us. Are we wasting or are we using the gifts and the calling and the ideas and the insights that we're being given. And if you can hear this whistling wind behind me, this is the Mackinac Island, very, very windy day today. And I'm recording this from my phone. And so hopefully that's not super distracting for you. But anyways, I believe that God wants to conceive and anoint new belief. He wants us to receive and do new things. And what great things that we can see birth from simply looking at 1111. And you know, when we look at Isaiah 42, 9, behold, the former things are come to pass and the new things do I declare before they spring forth. I tell you of them. And that's Isaiah 42, 9. Where things have looked bleak, God is birthing an unexpected move. And it's not going to come the same way that we've seen it come in years past. Like this 
move, I feel like the shift right now, and I can literally like feel it in my body specifically for me for different reasons, but I feel it in my soul because it's an awakening. It's an activation. It's an arm of the church that is stepping up into action. God is really in revival mode right now and really igniting people to be torchbearers who maybe have lost their dream, lost their flames. You know, I've sensed this really strong callback to things that were once forgotten or things that we felt like God may have forgotten that are being restored. And so here's what I want to say to you today is that many of us have been surrounded by opposing voices that don't want us to move forward in whatever mission God has on our on our lives. And that could be people that we're physically surrounded with, that could be voices in our head, that could be um, our past failures, that could be the enemy really working to discourage and keep us in a place of pause and a place of, oh my gosh, I'm in a scarcity mindset. I don't know if I can um, push through. But here's the thing, we have to, you know, there are these stoplights that we continually have had holding us back and we need to show up at every single turn. We need to make sure that we can rise higher to fulfill those things and we can't be surrounded by the voices um, that we have been moving forward because your voice and your expression is too valuable at this point to be shut down and faded out. And so really believing that God is bringing exposure to the assignments and alignments that keep zapping or have zapped your strength and taking like the wind out of your sails up until this point. Instead, I really feel like God wants to surround you with people and with family who are going to offer a safe place to grow and dream and to show all of the great things that he can bring to pass without fear of them being trampled. And so this is a new season. We're amplifying our voices. There's restoration of clarity and purpose and of joy. And so here is the assignment that I have for you today. What if you're 2020 to 2022, let's say self could speak to you right now, or even within the past year, what will you know that you didn't know now? Of course, it's hard to know exactly what, you know, God is birthing and bringing about in this season. And it's hard to know what we've endured and these different ways that have led to, you know, shape this year. But what would your future self tell you to hold on to the thrill of hope because even if it doesn't come as you expected, God will make good on the promise of something new the next day. So first you're going to write a reflective letter to the 2019-2020 self detailing all of what's happened, the work, their leadership, what's to come, and we're going to reflect on what you've been carrying and learning. Then I want you to write a letter from your uh, 2020 or 2021 self to your current self, describing what this year of 2022 looks like in your life, in your leadership, in your relationships, and how and what God is birthing in you and how it's coming to fruition, what you feel like God's calling you to do, what has held you back in the past, and what is going to carry you on into the next season. There is no wrong way to write these. And so I want you to just do what works best for you. But I think the biggest thing is believing in hope again, believing that um, it's time to go, that it's time to make a shift, that God is activating this movement and that we are carrying 
and it's time to run with it. You know, it might be something again that you did not expect, but it is what I believe to be a, a prophecy, a, really a prophecy of God birthing the unexpected move that will not come in the same way that it has in the past. And so that's the message that I have for you today. And I'm super excited to dive into more topics next week. We have an incredible guest coming next week, and we're going to break it up again into a solo episode as well as a bonus episode with my friend Jennifer. And so make sure that you are tuning in to next week's episode for all those details. Talk to you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved it, would you share it with a friend or share it on social and tag me at Courage Queen Pod so I can personally thank you. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to Courage Queen Podcast wherever you listen and make sure to leave that five-star review. Did you know we have a fabulous and free community for our listeners where we share all the juicy details for women who are ready to take towards their dreams? Click at the link in the bio in the show notes to learn more. As always, thanks for being here. Courage starts with showing up. And if you ask me, it's time to step into your dreams with faithful peace and